Welcome to episode 121 of Both Down, number one Blood Bowl podcast. From the mortal realms. The mortal realms. I am Scott Prime, and right in front of me, Steve, Kilowalkie Campbell, and Jack the Cat. And Jack the Cat's sleeping, because we, there's no air conditioning, so if you hear a fan, that's why. They ain't gonna hear no fan. <sighs> it's not so bad in here. No, I actually mean, it's not. I wouldn't want to sleep here, but like... It's not that bad. And yeah. Jack the Cat is like, he he's a cat with no tail, so he looks like, I want to put jeans on him or something. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you don't know, I don't know why we're starting off with Cat Talk. Welcome to Cat Talk. Um, I currently have eight cats in this house. So if you'd like one, Steve would, uh, <laughs> you know, you could buy four. some sealed Blood Bowl product and Steve will stuff it in the box. Yeah, four adult cats, and then before we could get them neutered, two of the cats decided to make babies. So four babies. Do we know who the dads are? Yeah, just one dad. Just the other one, one Mark. So uh, oh. Jack's brother, Mark, is also a Manx. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's got a little bit of a leg problem, so he looks like a bear <laughs> when he's walking around. So I want to get him a Cubs jersey. Oh, God. This is getting too good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, of the kittens, um, I'm keeping one kitten because... Did you give it a human name already? Um, so he was the first one to be bouncing around after a couple of weeks was just slapping his brothers and sisters left and right. Just He'd come up on him and whap, whap, just hit mm-hmm. him to try right. to play. So we named him Tyson oh, because okay. we were watching Mike Tyson's Murder Mysteries or whatever. So do all your cats have human names? Um, no, Beans is the mother cat. Beans? Mm-hmm. And then, what's and the then other one? Uh, Kuro. Kuro? Yeah, it's a Japanese name. Okay. So Jack, Mark. <laughs> Both completely black <laughs> manxes. <laughs> Did our friend Pump help you name these cats? No. Don't you want a dog named John Breeze? <laughs> I definitely, 100%, if I ever get a dog and I get <laughs> to choose the name, it's going to be named John Breeze. Okay, so yeah, you can't a- give Named it. after our friend John Breeze, who listens to this podcast. Of course. I think it would be epic for just... to take my dog to the dog park and just yell out, John Breeze, get over here. Stop sniffing that dog's butt. Mm-hmm. John Breeze, did you throw up? It would be pretty good. I don't know why. It cracks me up every... It, this has been a, not a semi-kind of joke for about seven, eight years. Maybe ever since we've known John. Probably, yeah. And it cracks me up every time just to name it John Breeze. And it's not like making fun of him. I just think it'd be funny to give well, yeah. a full name, a full human name to it, a dog. Yeah, and his just happened to be the one at the time that fit. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, we're actually in person for the first time in a long time. Yeah, that's great. Because we used to got our shots, so no worries there. We yeah we got the shots. Um, according, I don't want to start stuff, but I'm going to start <laughs> stuff. According to a guy I work with, and I don't really want you to comment because you could stir up something. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to get political here. But according to this guy at work, he has the cure for COVID, and it's like <laughs> uh, grapefruit peels and orange peels and a few other citrus things that you boil for so long of and course. then you drink this. Yeah, and he said. Everybody who's getting the vaccine is going to be dead within two years. Oh. So I'm only saying this not to get Steve to give a comment back because we'll just let it be. But you better enjoy this podcast because we only have about 20 more months to go or so. You know, if it, if that's the case, then that's the case. We'll I see mean, how the world goes. It'll be interesting. I mean, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. Anyways, I don't want to. I don't want to split hairs there. So um, <laughs> what are we going to talk about today, man? Ah, uh, is that it for, because we haven't done anything. Oh, I, um, I started playing the 
Blood Bowl three beta. Yes, how is that? We should probably talk about it in a segment. I don't think we're going to. Anyways, uh, we'll, so we'll talk about it now. Okay, let's do it now. Um, it is very much an alpha. Well, probably not. It's very it's very limited. So okay. There has been issues. Um, I need to try to change the settings. I didn't think about it. Maybe that was a new option lately. But it's really quick turns, and then it gives you like a, a time bank to where if you go over your turns, you have still extra time. But there's a set amount of time, kind of like chess clock. Okay. Um, so it's interesting that way. Are you playing the computer or mm-hmm. against other people? Yeah, okay. computer. Um, How many teams are in there? Just a few? Three, well, there's three races. Okay. Black Orc, um, Imperial Nobility, and Pro Elves. Okay. And they might. I think they released a new update like yesterday and I haven't played it since then. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it's kind of very similar to the previous one. I do like some of the new changes because you can see, you know, more of the dice rolls, so you kind of understand more. Um, so it's, all the new rules? A lot of the new rules. Okay. I don't think it has everything. You are definitely able to do more than one reroll per turn, which is still weird. Golly, dude. I don't know if I'm ever going to... Ah, boy, that one's, that one's going to be the toughest one. Yeah, that one to me changes my team builds in tournaments. Well, in some ways, I, you know, I'm going to... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this because you feel like now you need to decide when it's really, really important mm-hmm. and then go all in when it is yeah. versus like, eh, I got to use one anyways. Yeah, because there's plenty of times where it's like, well, this is going to get me the touchdown. Now, if I have two rerolls, I can only use one. I still think it's a terrible idea, and here's why. Yeah. One, one, one per turn is a just a good measure and mm-hmm. always has been. And two, <laughs> for... I'm going to say there's only about 15% of the coaches out there that are super disciplined, and they're already good players. Yeah. Can you imagine giving one of those really great coaches, yeah. ah, it's my last turn, I need this, and mm-hmm. they have two, three rerolls in the bank because they're really conservative? I mean, I, yeah. I guess that's where it's going to pay off, right? I guess so. <clears throat> I really don't know. It's it's odd. So, um, Other than that, like I said, it hasn't blown me away by any measure well it shouldn't right because right. it's just it's the next version of blood bowl 2 it's blood I, bowl it doesn't 3. have jim and bob in the beginning like the last game where okay. you, you go to your sports cabal table right which i thought was a really neat interface it might have that in the future but it's more game looking now now wasn't so, this supposed to be out like full version months ago oh, or am i, I don't crazy know. I, don't, I don't know that we ever got a true honest release date this is supposed to go into beta now, then, oh, like, it's closed beta now, go to open beta in August, maybe, and then come out first quarter of next year, if I remember correctly. Hmm. Okay. But I don't, honestly, I don't buy into that. It's just, it'll be out when it's out. Well, I mean, I just thought it was, I don't play computer video games, so yeah. therefore I thought it was supposed to kind of sync up. Like first quarter or something like that. I thought it was a little bit late, but obviously I, think I so. have no clue. Well, I mean, yeah. So, but either way, it's been fun. It ha- nothing groundbreaking. It's just neat to do. It does seem faster. That's to, good. The the dice rolls don't seem as bad. The AI is horrible. So, well, I mean, it's I need still to play early. online with someone. But I know there's issues playing online. So who knows? Okay. Any other like Blood Bowl talk you want that we're not going to fit in anywhere else? Can't think of anything. Okay. You done anything lately? Uh, not really Blood Bowl related. I mean, okay. I told you uh, last episode, you know, I played against uh, Jeff and we played a game and that was fun. And uh, I ran into some 
of our other players that played our league, you know, Matt Strickland and stuff. Uh, yeah. Actually, the other day at the game shot, uh, we were over cool. at Games HQ, and um, ran into him, and he's really excited. He's like, "Just let me know when you're ready to do the league and stuff." And yeah, I I know this sounds like weird and terrible. I feel like my life is going faster than ever right now, mm-hmm. and Blood Bowl's not even a part of my life. Yeah, I just feel like every day. I, I work, you know, I work and then I come home and I do all this, I had all this stuff going on and then I try to fit in girlfriend time and then, you know, I get five hours of sleep and then I just repeat, 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 repeat. And I don't know how I'm going to fit Blood Bowl in. I mean, like I will, but something's got to get pushed out and I don't know what it is right now. I mean, I, I have been playing other trying to play other games and probably what's going to pay the price is i've been playing i've been going to like uh trading card tournaments you know i've been playing dragon ball dragon ball super tournaments and i've played the new digimon game some but when i say i've gone to tournaments i'm not saying like i go to two tournaments a weekend to play this thing i play (laughs) once every two weeks type deal or Mm -hmm. something like that but yet i feel like i'm just constantly going and i know we need to I think we'll have interest for sure yeah. if we start the the league and um but I know some people are going vacation and uh, like our buddy Gary's going and I know he'd be a player so I was like you just once you come back we'll start talking about it and we'll go from there so Yeah, leagues are weird. And and right now really the store is kind of weird because there's plenty of people that want to come in and play games and then there's plenty of people that are okay not coming in and playing games, you yeah. know. So I really don't know if we have a lot of people that say they want to play, yeah. but does that mean they'll really show up when it comes you know, game time? I don't know. I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm at the point I'm vaccinated, so it's as much as I can do. Right. I'm still going to wear my mask when I go out. I'll still, you know, if I go to a tournament, if everyone says they're vaxxed, whatever. I mean, at this point, it shouldn't kill me. So that's really all I wanted. Well, the guy <laughs> at work who uh, drinks the uh, citrus boiled yeah. <laughs> peels, he claimed he was vaccinated, basically. Oh, I'm sure. He tried to get away with that at our job. So we all had to prove that we got vaccinated. So, wow. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Um, so today we are going to talk about uh, like our highlight that, you know, old fluffy teams that we yep. talk about that we played or used before and kind of go over that. We'll, we'll talk about the Lizardmen. Um, we'll also be talking about... Um, it's a tournament. We have a tournament coming up run by one of our league friends, and we're going to be talking about the way he's running it, not in a negative way, but it's a getting back into the new game, trying to get new people into tournaments. What's the best way of doing that? Right. We'll have a better breakdown. Of yeah. That. And we'll talk about that more because I'm intrigued and yet scared at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we got a product review. Yeah. I don't uh, even know if we should talk about it now or make you just wait until we get to that moment. The third segment is not Blood Bowl related per se, but we will find a way to turn it towards you know, Blood Bowl. GW was nice enough to send us some stuff, and we're going to talk about it. So. Uh, maybe we should just tell them. We got the Warhammer D- Dominion box. It's right here. Age of Sigmar Dominion, yeah. It's huge. It's huge. And we got this other little army thing. Yeah, we'll talk. And, and we'll talk all about that. We're going to open it. We haven't even opened it yet, so the box hasn't been cracked. And, yeah, we've never played Warhammer <laughs> in this fashion, but we played other GW games before. And we'll go over all that yeah. in the third segment. Then we'll come back with shout-outs. So. See you then.
We're back, and we are going to take a deep dive into our Lizardmen teams. And the reason I, I picked Lizardmen, Steve, is because right now you can, I guess, order the cards, new cards for Lizardmen, oh, yeah. the pitch for Lizardmen, and dice for Lizardmen. And I'm, I guess <laughs> I'm going to go on a little tangent before we talk about the fluff of Lizardmen. Yeah. So from everything I could piece together, talking with... Now, now my guy at the store says, I've talked to their reps. Their reps aren't telling me anything. I've talked to Chance from 3 Die Block, who owns the store. And he's like, oh, no, you can't get it through the reps. You have to go through like some web portal or something. Yeah. And we're talking over texts and stuff. And he's like, you know, I can order you those. And I went back to my guy and said... He says all you have to do is get online and go through the portal or something. And my guy's like, I ain't doing that. Um, so I'm not going to say too much more on that because I still work there. <laughs> and I don't so what really. what you're saying is. I don't know if that means he has to have a separate account. Probably. Versus the account that he has with the rep. And I don't know. I'm sure if he's missing out on Blood Bowl stuff, he's missing out on other cool items. I don't know if the product costs more for the stores. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, he might not be making any profit. Right. Be... For all I know, Chance is ordering these things at $10 a pop. And with shipping, then you know, he or charges Or he's just 15. ordering them at straight price. You know, or, yeah. Because he just is able to do that. I have no clue on that. But here's what I do know. I remember everybody talking about the chaos dice. And then I was waiting for my guy and waiting mm -hmm. for my guy to say something. I told him, hey, these are coming... He said, I still haven't heard anything about them. And then they did the Glizzard dice. And then, like, piecing information together from other people who sent me links and stuff like that, this is what's going on. So yeah. if you're out there in the world, you probably already know this. Maybe I'm the guy behind the times. Um, but I tell you what, I don't know why they did this. I'm, I'm sure I know why they did this. They, they're somehow making more money on this. Or just easier. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but what they almost did is they almost lost two guys for collecting dice. Oh, easily, yeah. Because we missed them, and both of us said, eh. And then when I talked to Chance, Chance like, I can still order those for you. <laughs> so strangely enough, we went ahead and we, we ordered dice from a store in Iowa, even though we live in Oklahoma, because we can't get them in Oklahoma, because none of the shops around here are doing, taking that extra step. Yeah. And so check with your local shops, check with different shops, and see if they have that ability if they don't, maybe Chance is incorrect. We haven't heard back that they actually ordered it. So until he gets it, we don't really know. No, he doesn't. I don't know if he has them. He won't have them physically in yet, but he right. did say he put them on order. Okay. So I don't know what that means. But I mean, right, I know but that it could means, be like back order. Who knows? Right. I mean, I know with the um, the last dice around, was it Christmas time or something? Yeah. The Halloween dice, the Necro dice. I ordered some offline and. and for six weeks, they told me I had dice coming, mm -hmm. and then I got a thing that said, you've been credited to your account. <laughs> yeah. And I never got dice. So, but it's just a weird time, because I don't know why, I don't know why all of a sudden they would change Blood Bowl stuff like that. I even checked with our local GW store, and he didn't have any. Well, he can't go through the portal either. <laughs> he's, he's like well, my I shop mean, owner. Like, he didn't order them when they came out. Oh, okay. Like, the store didn't. It's just odd. Yeah. Because I know our store is not a Blood Bowl store, but when our guy in the past said, hey, this pitch is coming out, three or four guys would say, I want the pitch. And the dice are coming out, six to eight guys would say, hey, order me some dice. So he's missing sales for whatever reason, but that's not that's not here nor there. I'm just yeah. letting you know if you can't find the dice, this is probably why. Um, and good luck to that. Anyways, 
Lizardman dice are coming out. They're coming out with, I think, gold dice with the like turquoise inlay. Mm-hmm. And then they have uh, new cards, which I guess people would probably buy them if they're playing with cards in their league so they can take advantage of the broken cards. Because I've heard the halfling ones are like super broken. And we would buy them if they're cheaper. But well, that's We don't true. need to get into that either. Yeah. And then the the pitch is like a reissue of the old pitch, just the new style and stuff like that. So if you missed out on the pitch, I think that's great. Go get one. Um, okay. Anyways, let's go into Lizardmen. <laughs> sure. You want to go first? Or? I can go first. Um, so we want to actually talk about the fluff. They came out in the fourth edition, and that's when they were doing magazines. I don't remember too much of a fluff background for them. Um, I mean, they... I think the fluff actually, and no, I'm not looking at anything on the internet right now because I don't have the computer or anything in front of me. I'm just going by memory. I think as the Slon worked their way out of like fantasy, mm-hmm. I think that's where the Lizardmen came in. Yeah. I, I remember seeing them around, you know, third, end of third, or what I, my, my era of third edition is just that old box set. So yeah. it was probably. Fourth- Fourth edition rules. Fourth edition is when uh, Blood Bowl magazine came out. So With you got your lizards, lizards and right. Amazons. And I was furious because I wanted Slon. Yeah. The alien frog guys, not lizard men. And, you know, all that stuff was, you know, they were the guys who were in charge. You know, they were the workers for the big frogs that sat on the throne mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. I've learned to accept them over the years, but at first I just didn't. Want anything to do with them. I was mad they took away a second edition team just to put this other crappy team in there. Yeah. And then I noticed that there was armies and armies and armies of, you know, the lustring armies and stuff for uh, Warhammer Fantasy. So, um, my first uh, foray, I guess, into playing Lizardmen was uh, in our league that we created. Yeah. Um, we all took two teams. Uh, my first two teams I took was the Dwarf Giants, Dwarfs. And the lizard men and I was like, I worked and worked and worked for weeks, and this is in the early stages. But like, I came across this city called Ketza in the map of Lustria, and it was like a kind of a destroyed city from the battle with the Skaven guys and stuff like that. And so I, I don't know why I I actually had, I think this was about the time the Saints won the Super Bowl or in that time. It was period. right after Hurricane Katrina. Oh, was it? And that's okay. when the Saints won the Super Bowl. Okay, well, they... then I had Saints on my mind. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yes, I thought Hurricane Katrina destroyed... Well, maybe that's really what I thought back then. I don't yeah, remember it, it obviously. But anyways, the fluff behind it was that Ketza was a city. I could easily call this team. They rebuilt the city, call them New Ketza, New Ketza Saints. It sounds like a pun yeah. NFL team. It was going with my Dwarf Giants, dwarf, you know, New York Giants type thing it was our early stages this is like season one season one of our league um i don't have the names in front of me but i can tell you right now that like i found a lizard man name generator that i kind of liked a little bit but i didn't like it fully because they were like just really crazy weird names and so my character's names were like all over the map like oh this guy's a pun off you know, this pro wrestler, this guy's a pun off this this big tall guy I used to go to college with because there was this guy I went to school with named Lay Kai, and uh, we always called him Thunder Kai because that was what his Hotmail email account was. And so I named one of my lizards Thunder Kai. And, you know, and I had like one that kind of had like a some type of pun off the Godzilla movies and stuff like that. Um, this is where 
I was so excited because I got to use my Crocs model. <laughs> and um, this is back when we were getting Sarge to paint our models. And uh, he painted this team for me. I found the Croxagore model. And that was the whole genesis, really, is like, I want to play this team because I get this Croxagore model. And in college, I did a thing where we had to do a branding for, like, a record company. Yeah. And I had Ragnarok Records, like R-O-C-K. Yeah. And so I thought, he's a Croxagore. He's going to be a badass. His name's going to be Ragna Crocs because he's just like, he's ending the world. He's taking revenge. And Steve, what, what, what name did he end up getting? So I'm going back through Dragonfire Weekly, which was the <laughs> newsletter that Sarge made. <laughs> and I was like trying to skim real fast to see if I could find any names or anything. Uh-huh. But uh, one of the things that Sarge always did was he'd do rankings of power. <laughs> And you know the New Catsa Saints were number three, but I think it was week two or three or something. And he goes, "Do do they even know they have a big man on the team, or does the big man even know he's on a team?" Um, he's, he ended up being named Crocs of shit. So there is a little like area or city I can't remember that was C H I T E on the map. Mm -hmm. So I got so mad at this guy. He got injured. He had a broken ankle, so he had an MA bust. I've always wanted to cut him, but I always thought, like, I'll wait till he gets to his first skill up before I cut him, because what if I get blocked? Well, of course, yeah. Because he had, like, you know, one casualty or something. I don't know if he ever got a skill up by the end of that first season, if I remember correctly. And I quickly was like, this guy is terrible, so he's going to be Crocs of shit. It's like, he's from that area, he's a Croc, and... Yes, that's very childish and funny, but Let's see. it fit no player better right. because that guy was terrible. Oh, he was horrible. Yeah, no doubt. Like there was times where I'd be like, well, this guy's, he's wide open. All I got to do is blitz over there and hit this guy. And Steve goes, you know, he's going to be bad. And, <laughs> you know, I go, fine, I'm just going to do it. And then you go over there and roll double skulls, re-roll double skulls. And we got so bad where like I couldn't rely on him. I'm going to dodge away with this lizard man. But why? You have this open guy. Well, it's crock of shit. He's terrible. So so looking again at the Dragonfire Weekly end of season one, the moratorium, um, we've got 10, ten kecks of Quetzal killed by a drunken Norseman for, <laughs> quote unquote, being funny looking. Yeah, Steve wants to bring this up because we pl I played the his Norse team dark. the first season. Uh, his comment is just see above. Uh, Serpilicious. Was killed by a drunken Norseman for quote unquote reminding me of my mama. Steve is just bringing up this and one game where Quetzal of Quetzal <laughs> tried to tear an orc's throat out with his teeth. The favor was promptly returned. <laughs> Steve killed like three mm -hmm. uh, lizardmen, sore eyes in one game. That was our and, downfall. Um, completely injured, sleepily. Because you induced him against me. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, I didn't do anything to the little guys. Nothing. So during this time also, I'm, I'm going to add this because I know people out there like get a, a damaged model and stuff like that. And you get frustrated or maybe you paid somebody and you get this or that. So I, <laughs> during this time, I, I thought I needed to put some more, you know, some of that spray sealant on them and stuff like that to seal them the models up really good because I didn't want them to chip or anything. And I was still experimenting with, do I do matte finish? Do I do this? Do I do that? And I read this article online, and this guy said, use this stuff. It's really good. 
so I did. I took him out to the garage mm-hmm. and I sprayed him. Well, it was rather humid, and I didn't know that was a bad thing. And so all my models got this like fuzzy white stuff on them. Yeah, it was bad. It was in the grass. It was really bad near their feet. Not so bad as it went up, but it was still bad. And like I wanted to cry and throw these models away, mm-hmm. but I was like, I paid for these models. I like these models. I like my gimmick. I like all this stuff. The team's doing fairly well, except for that one game against Steve. <laughs> they won the league. You know, They ended up getting third two years in a row type deal. Anyways, so I came up with this idea that my team would go to the old ashes of the old city and they would pick scoop up the ashes and pat them across their their you know their skin mm-hmm. and they would soak themselves in this cuz you see that in like in like i think i saw it in some like african tribe that yeah. you know would burn down ashes and you know put mm-hmm. decoration and stuff so i justified me destroying my models <laughs> With this white fussiness of this was the bones of the old city, and they did this to honor the fallen and stuff like that. The good news is, is years later, somebody else told me, oh, did you use that stuff? Well, that's fine. That's going to protect them great. Now go back and add this stuff, and it takes it all away. And I thought they were full of crap. Yeah, Tester's Dull Coat or something? I think it was the Tester's Dull Coat. And I thought they were full of crap, but I went to Hobby Lobby, bought the five-can, you know, Mm -hmm. $5 can of stuff. And all the ashes yeah. of old Kitsa are gone, so my models were saved. So Yeah, so if you ever do see that, it worked on mine because my Lizardman team, I still don't have painted, but they were primed and they had that whiteness on them. Uh-huh. And just spraying that took them all off. It was it was crazy. But I did take a bad, like, I'm going to cry and I hate these models. And I just was like, okay, fine, I'll turn it into fluff. This is why they look dusty white. Uh, and fuzzy because they have the ashes of the old city. Yeah. It's still my fa- one of my favorite teams to like fluff wise to go to. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you said you got to keep playing, you know, lizard men, I'm gonna go back to this team and this fluff. They're just my they're my favorite. There's a there was a player and I Shushuk or something like that was his name, and he was like the little fast lizard on the team, and he had a he had a ton of touchdowns, and he yeah. was up for like the MVP and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he was annoying. But, but he was annoying. This was back when we had random skills. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know. Uh, <laughs> truly random, not like tr- random now. Truly random, right. And, uh, anyways, it was good times. Still couldn't ever rely on that Croxagore. No. And they were painted gold, just like the you know the New Orleans Saints. So, uh, I don't know. I, it's, it's still one of my faves, but maybe it's because I have those early memories of it. Did you ever take any to, because you never played another Lizardman team in the league, did you? I never played another Lizardman team in the league. I did, I did take them to a tournament and stuff. I believe, I think we went one win, one loss, and two ties. I took them up to Iowa. Okay. Um, I think oh, it was that yeah. same year that I won day two. I won the that little chaos with mm-hmm. my chaos team. I won the tournament. Uh, I just had bad luck. I mean. It happens. But, yeah, that's the perfect tournament for them. Yeah, so. Uh, as to me, uh, I have four different teams. So this is a team like... Do you really have that many? Yeah. So I have the original fourth edition. Then I've got two versions of the Sarcos. I've got the blue ones and the swamp ones. Oh, that's right. I because they had different Sorai figures. So some you're of them, right. You're right. And I like both of them. One's metal, one's plastic, or you know, a combination thereof. But also one year, Tom from Impact had the RAFM Reptiliads. Really goofy reptile. The thinner ones? Yeah, the real okay. thin ones. And it was like some game that RAFM made where you had a big ball and you had to roll it. 
Okay. So they're very interesting looking, but they have a stretcher and they have cheerleaders and bands stuff. I just picked them up because they were cheap. Okay. And I just like them. So eventually, maybe that'll get painted. I don't know. Um, I'm starting to think that I'm almost at that age where, like, if I don't have it painted by, like, 50, mm-hmm. I should just sell all my stuff. <laughs> or just pay someone to do it. Well, I've slowly been doing that. Yeah. But, um, but that means I still have a lot of stuff to sell. I played the Bell Rue Swamp Dogs, which was my my swamp-looking Sarkos ones. The ones, yeah, the gator-looking mm-hmm. ones. And that was in the league, and I... this. We went to the finals, right? Yes, you played my Shockers in the final. Yeah. And you forgot you had a wizard. Uh-huh. This was the tur- the tournament that shall not be named, or the finals that shall not be recorded, or whatever. It's called Four Games in a Row, Scott. <sighs> so bad. But Four days of hell. Remember little Snap Snap? Uh, yeah, I hated little Snap Snap. <laughs> uh, one of my no, th- you gotta say it like you say it. Little Snap Snap. There you go. Yeah, so I got Teak Taka, Wally. Bootsy, Leatherhead, Robochomps, Satch. These are all like different cartoon lizards for whatever reason. And then I just threw out Lil Snap Snap just as a joke and I, he became the star. And not really. He just was really fun. Um, but it was he just had a thing about him that he was annoying. Yeah. Because you wanted to kill a lizard and you're like, you can't do that to little Snap Snap. And don't don't underestimate getting into your opponent's head sometimes. If you can name someone annoying and be annoying with them, they will focus more on them. Remember Danger Mouse? Yes, the scaven guy for Yeah, that Sarge. had a busted armor. So Sarge kept putting him on the line, and he we went after him. Arms. Yeah, he ended up having two busted armors. We'd go after him because, like, we can kill this guy. Never took him down. Nope. So annoying. But yeah, it was just based off of Bell Rev from... Suicide Squad. Oh, the jail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then I took them to two tournaments. My first tournament was Chaos Cup 2013. I don't think you took the Swamp Dogs. No, 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 no. I took Lizards. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so that year they they had a Slanesh as right. the god. I remember. And it was Slaneshy Crunch. They are doing like a candy bar thing. I so know. I did Heresy's Crackle, which I thought was good and no one gave me any credit for. Yeah. Should have stuck with the Swamp Dogs. But that's the one of the best things, best ones I had at Chaos Cup because I had one win, four ties, and one loss. Four ties. Mm-hmm. And that was where, like, I was just dodging away with these and blowing everyone's mind. <laughs> and one game, we were at the very, I was playing the guy and we were one of the last tables to play. And I actually broke away with the Croxagor to pick up the ball. I picked it up, and like everyone's cheering for A, breaking away, then picking up the ball, and then I had to go for it twice to get to the end zone. I got the first one, failed it, and everyone's just like, oh, and I'm like, wait, I have a re-roll, and I got a one. Aww. I was like, oh, so that would have been a win, but it was still fun, and then I tried the stunty Lizard Man team, where I took like Sleebly and... Um, when did you do that? Was I that that? Event? No, you weren't at that. That was the Royal Open 2016. Okay. Where I went to Missouri, you oh, went okay. to. I went south, didn't I? Where'd you go? I don't know. I don't either. But yeah, we both went to different tournaments that weekend. Is weird. Yeah, I must have went south. Yeah, Michael and I went there, and that was horrible. I just went zero and three. I got last place, so I was the Royal Junker. 
They were the Hypsobema thunder lizards. I named them after the Missouri state dinosaur and then just got names from the art- Wikipedia article about the you. dinosaur. But that's pretty much it for my experience with lizards. I really, like, I am oh so tempted every single time I see a new lizard man team come up. Because I don't know why. They're not my favorite to play, but they're my one of my favorites to look at. Yeah, I think, like, fluff-wise and stuff, they're just so unique and different. Yeah. Except um, now where they're black orcs. Well, I know, but they're still they're still <laughs> they're still faster. Yeah, yeah, and they are faster. I don't know. I I mean, I guess they're kind of the same, but they're not. It's a fun t- game for me because I get to. They're a fun team for me because I get to be bashy and crazy and try to do agility stuff and yeah. But it's not my go-to team, I guess. Well, almost every tournament, I always think about maybe running lizards, mm-hmm. and then I always kind of back off on that. And so. I always think, because I know next segment we're going to be talking about, you know, teaching people Blood Bowl at tournaments mm-hmm. and stuff. I've always said that Lizard Men are one of the f- best teams to teach with Blood Bowl because they're very simple. They have the two dynamic of, or three, I guess, three dynamic positions. Right. For a long time, they had two. Yeah. And they so don't recently. get confused. You know, you, you've got big guys, you've got little guys. Yeah. So that's it. And then you've got... I guess they have four positionals now with the Chameleon Skink, oh. if you count the Croxagore. But yeah. at the basis, yeah, you could yeah. say, here's a bunch of mm-hmm. um, Sorai and here's a bunch of Skinks. Yeah, I always thought that that was a really good way to start people off. Because mm-hmm. you get to introduce Stunty, you get to explore those concepts and stuff. Right. But that was all. Okay. Um... I mean, traditionally, this used to be, like, one of the big things that with those skill packages of, like, you can take six of any one skill mm-hmm. and one double. And then so everybody would take, you know, yeah. six blocks, blocks and, and then block. either a sure hands or a block on the on the skink itself. So And this is a team that, prime, you know, that's why you took them to 3-Die Brawl, because they're traditionally the yeah, very we strong had that one sk- there. We had that skill, skill package. And, and same did. for Gen Con, right? I think it was Gen Con for the longest time. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's still the case. I mean, so that's one of the reasons we don't allow infinite number of skills. We cap them at two usually. Well, it's usually three, I think. Is it? It's been so long since we ran tournaments, Steve. Oh my gosh! We got to start talking about. I was uh, thinking about this the other day about just like yeah, it's like it's really been. It feels forever Mm because we're used to doing two, if not three, tournaments. Yeah, and I mean separate weekends uh, a year. But Oklahoma Bowl usually takes up most of the year of planning. And I know. Yeah. So. If anybody else has any comments out there, I mean, I do think in, I think a lot of new players think this team's going to be easy because you have all this high strength. Yeah. But then, like, they play a veteran player who knows how to clog up them, you know, take out the skinks Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And you can't always guarantee it. I mean, it's just like at Chaos Cup this last year that I went and, you know, that one game where I popped off a whole bunch of casualties. Yeah. It was against Lizardmen. Yeah. You know. It makes no sense. Sometimes. I can play Lizardmen again and not hurt that many people. You know, it's just it's crazy how it works out. Yeah, but, the only team I ever killed three people on properly was your team, yeah. and it was all Sorai, no Skinks. Yeah, it was, it was great because you ruined my season. I sure did. Limped into the playoffs, couldn't do mm-hmm. crap, trying to rebuy my team. We um, we still say that you had magical armor that day. 
that whole magical, season. The, yeah. Actually, honestly, the first two <clears throat> seasons, I had magical armor. Yeah, and you had some type of secret weapon. Because I never understood why people were like, well, it, Norse teams die so much. I'm like, I never die. What are you talking about? Yeah, after the first two seasons of our league, you finally go, yeah, Norse are a little bit hard to run. Well, when I brought them back and they started dying all the time, that's when. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, now I see the problem. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, All right, write us if you have any comments. Yeah. Uh, concerns, thoughts on Lizardmen? I tell you what, I'd, you know, like, I have a, a set of this. You were talking about models. Oh, yeah. I guess I technically have the 6th edition. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like, I have a box of those because it was like Christmas time at mm-hmm. the time. And I was like, I don't know what to get me. Some new models. I haven't cracked them open. I don't know if I will uh, because I already have a painted team because we already talked about this. But yeah. they're, they're really nice models. They are. Um, so... But like any third party, any time a lizard man team pops up, it's like, yeah. oh, these are amazing. Not buy. I don't need them. I know but. it's hard. Okay, we'll be back and we're going to talk about uh, getting newbies into tournaments. I guess. All right, we're back. We're going to talk some tournament talk. This time we're going to talk about. I think it's called Twisted Lord Con. What's yeah. the date on that? So the con is the 23rd to the 25th of July, but the tournament's Saturday the 24th at 3 p.m. Starts at 3? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought it started earlier, so I'm glad you're looking No, at it's that. actually a late start, which is interesting. It's three rounds, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Twisted Lord Cons is a... I'm not going to say it's a giant con or anything like well, that. I it's think a, it's mainly put on by Warlord Games, which um, Anthony's... Anthony Radford's the one who's running it. Right. And he's played in our league, friend of ours. It, it's, it reminds me of a con when I was a kid where they'd rent out a hotel for the weekend. Yeah, that's what they're doing. And they have game spaces for game floor. This is for people to probably really come and play games. I know there's going to be vendors there and stuff, but I don't know how many. No, it's mainly just play games. But it's mainly a playing game you know, thing. But yeah, he wanted to run a tournament. We're like, cool. Um, I think it's great that he wants to run a tournament. Yeah, man. absolutely. Uh, it's nice to have some other Oklahomans that <laughs> take some I initiative. En- I enjoy any time I get to go play at a tournament and not have to run it. For sure. So the reason we're bringing it up, obviously most of you aren't around Oklahoma. If you could come to it, that'd be awesome. If anyone does want to go, uh, it's $22 uh, same day. I guess $22 pre-registration for the con. The day of the tournament. For the con, for a single day. And then $5 for the tournament, which you pay on the day of so it's like it'll be like 27 dollars. if you pay early it's 27 dollars. it's not if you pay late it's 32 either way uh if you're coming for all weekend i think it's 35 dollars for the whole weekend i mean it's like yeah they have a ton of stuff going on yeah so if you're into like warhammer and stuff what's the website for that steve just google twisted lords con 2021 okay you'll find you'll find it and we'll put a link on the website (laughs) okay but he's wanted to run one and I think he has people that he wants to introduce to the game. So he's wanting to keep it very simple. Right. So he's decided to do it as a straight one million tournament. No skills, no buying skills, no buying stars. Just come as a million. Do what you want. So it's really kind of like if you just started a league Mm -hmm. and you're showing up for the first time. Yeah. Okay. Got to paint your team? Yeah, they do need to be painted. And he was talking, I don't know which way he went on this one yet, because okay. um, he's talking about possibly making it progressive to where the, oh, okay. you know, you could level up in between games. Uh-huh. Um, I told him typically that's a pain in the butt. Especially that's more, if, yeah, stuff to keep track of. Yeah, it depends on how many people. If you got five people, mm. knock yourself out. If you got 20 or 30, it's kind of a pain. So the 
the reason we're talking about the rules and stuff is we're just going to have discussion on it because immediately, uh, you know, Tony told me about the rule. Like he sent the rule pack and busy and everything else. And then I was starting to like look ahead to see if I can make this tournament. And I was like, where's the skill package? Where's buying skills? And then yeah. I'm like, is this right? And then Tony's like, yeah, that's correct. I, I want it to be this way. And then I was like, Steve, is that a good idea or a bad idea? And at first I thought it was a bad idea. And then Steve's now convinced me like, he's not going after me and Steve. Right. He wants me and Steve to come to support it. But at the same time, he wants Joe, who normally plays, you know, whatever other game, like a War War II reenactment yeah. game, who bought a team because it looked cool when it came out, to feel like they can get in on the ground floor, which I think is actually... I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna be a good idea, but to be fair, I've never seen a tournament ran like this. So let's Did, see what happens. Didn't we do it one time? The Wizards, like right after 2020 was released, the first tournament we did. We did a thing called the Wizards Cup, right. I think. And I think what we did is we gave somebody one player every round a chance, like. Oh, we, it we was just, a random skill type, but game. it was basically a one million build, and then we did something. I think it was like before the round, you roll the dice. Okay, that player gets to pick a, a normal skill. Okay. So if it was a lineman, he got block. If he was this, now when we did that, we didn't get a whole lot of people. We didn't. No, um, but we were trying to keep it, you know, friendly. And we were also trying to make it really. I mean, it was a it was a NAF tournament, but we expected only league people to show up. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I did tell Tony that, you know, like, if 10 people come from Texas, which is very feasible with Dallas and stuff being close, it's very possible that you're going to see a lot of teams that have skills naturally, mm -hmm. you know, like Norris, Dwarf, stuff like that. Um, and I think that's really where we got into the discussion of, with a tournament like this, which again, we agree is a good way to introduce people to the game itself, you know, what does this mean for what teams we would bring ourselves? Because as you mentioned, Dwarves, Amazon, Norse, those type of teams, they come with built-in skills. They're In this type of tournament, it always seems like Dwarves are the way to go. Because you have the high armor, you have the ability to pick up the ball, you've got the built-in skills. Yes, it, I, I'm very torn on this. Let's say... Um, pick five good coaches from up north and five good coaches from the south, at, you know, the southern areas of the United States, and then take 20 guys in the middle. Mm -hmm. I still think those top coaches are going to be good, even if they took lizard men with no skills versus others. Because I was thinking about, you know, I mentioned, like, this is week one of a league. Yeah. Well, sometimes you go like, oh, here comes my Nurgle team. I got to face the dwarf team. Mm -hmm. And that... Then after we leave the shop, we go, I can't believe I won two to one. I got really lucky, you know, this happened. Or, yeah. you know, uh, my foul appearance kicked in. It's it's going to be interesting. Like, I'm torn because I haven't been in a tournament <laughs> so long. It's like, crap, I'm going to play dwarves. Because last time I played dwarves, I had a terrible outing anyway. Yeah. So this would be a good time to do it, get the skills. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, like so, I have no clue what I want to play. I mean, like right now, if I had to pick today, I would be picking my old world alliance team because I just got it freshly painted, you know. So I yeah. want to use it. That's true. But it does have dwarves and humans who automatically have skills anyway. Mm -hmm. So, but that would be the freshest team because I've never played them in a tournament ever. 
and um, I think you know realistically, I did think about black orcs, and yeah. I don't know why. I have a thing with I kind of like the black orc team. Well, I do too, and I was going to say this is a type of tournament that if it is for newer people, they just got the new box set. We're going to see a lot of black orcs. We're going to see a lot of human nobility. For sure. Nobility. And we might see any of these other teams that's come out, you know, Necro, I mean, yeah. just these fresh teams. And you just stuff. never know. So we can't really <laughs> game to that. Um, I, I, I just don't know. <laughs> it's very different for us because we, like I said, we're used to skill packages and stuff like that. And where it's just like, okay, well, here's your million. Figure it out. It's going to be one of those things, though, where I'm going to look probably of about five different teams, mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to pick the team that I can get a re-roll or two on, for sure. Yeah. It's not going to be a team that, like, oh, I can get the big guy, just no re-roll, I'll buy that after two games. Because yeah. there is no buying after two games. Mm-hmm. I mean, the good news is, is you don't have to worry about an apothecary, so therefore what? you can carry more players. Pl- Unless you, know, you players. want to. I mean, I guess you could, but most yeah. most tournament people don't. Um I don't know. <laughs> it's I, I'm worried that without the lack of skills, it might keep people from driving in. Yeah. Just because they go, you know, I let's for example, I only play lizards mm-hmm. since we talked about them earlier. That's the one team I play. I've been trying to make my record really good with lizards in the NAF, and I don't want to drive four hours away if I can't get any skills because lizardmen have no skills. Mm-hmm. Or I'm a big fan of Nurgle. There's another one that doesn't come with any skills or chaos. And honestly, I doubt you see any of those teams at this thing. Unless people just want to try to bash. But, but I yeah. don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You know. It the way I'm looking at it is like this is going to be first week of the league, so anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um I still don't know. I I don't know anything right now because I think at one, I can argue with you that like not having any skill packages is bad. And at the same time, not having any might get a few guys who are there who wouldn't play to play because they don't feel like they have to, I know that guy does a podcast. He's going to have the one up on me because I don't know what skills to play. Yeah. And there's a lot to that because I I haven't read the whole book, you know, or whatever. That's what somebody's going to say. Because if we think about when we make tournaments, we try to make it as easy possible for people to understand how to do them. And we still have a lot of questions. Yeah. And we've never had like, I'm sure there probably is someone who's like, man, I'd like to go, but this doesn't make any sense to me. And I feel weird. (laughs) Right. I mean, we've answered emails and stuff like this. So it's just... (laughs) He said, you know, he already said, he's like, you know, I'm just going to try it this way. I'm going to roll with it. And a lot of people don't show up. We adjust it for next year. So he's got the right attitude because, what you know, we've always said, if you want to run tournaments, run a tournament. And then adjust and keep running it and be consistent with it. Yeah. And, you know, if uh, it doesn't work out, we'll be there to help him with some suggestions and stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that there's not going to be a ton of skills. Yeah. I just thought it was going to be, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, you get four, like a skill package of four or three yeah. or something like that. And then I thought I misread the rules. And then I thought, like you said, you get skills as you go. And it might be that. It might not. I'm okay. not sure. I don't think it is. I think it's come as you are. Um, if I can get free, I'm definitely going to go. It's a, I have my kid. The weird thing is, is like my kids are going to the age where I can leave them at home. Mm-hmm. And yet I don't want to leave them at home at nighttime. And that <laughs> if this tournament started at 10, There'd probably be no issues, you know yeah. what I mean? 
Uh, I don't like the fact that it starts so late. Me, that's me personally. Yeah. But it's also designed for those guys who are coming in for the whole weekend. Yeah. So I think it's interesting starting that late. Because I will say this: if you are coming up to this tournament from the local areas, let me and Steve know. Maybe yeah. we can catch some lunch before this thing. Yeah. And at the very least, I can go do that. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, and you know, your I still kids think your kids, I still but... think I'm 85 percent sure I'm going. Yeah. Um, your kids are good. They're not going to ruin anything. They're not, but they can fix a frozen pizza. I don't or have too many years left of them wanting to be around. They're teenagers, man. I get told that like I hurt their feelings on something that happened two months ago that mm-hmm. I don't even remember, and they're going to use that against me because that's what they are. Because they can. Because they can. You're right. <laughs> um, I hope this is successful, and by successful, I think successful would be eight people. Yeah. Um. Just uh, like, enough to have three rounds, I think, would be very successful. Yeah, I'd be Matter happy fact, to see people. To be honest, since everything got shut down last year, including Twisted Lord Con, I think if he gets six people, it's still a, a good thing. Well, it also because, depends on how many people show up at the tournament with the whole convention. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I think really, I know it sounds lame saying six people's a success. I think it would be because this con is not known for Blood Bowl. This is its first time doing this. Yeah. So the fact that if if he could get a couple of us guys who play in the regular league to show up and then just a few guys from the actual event, I think would be great. Yeah. Because it will only grow because those guys who go there have gone every year and they'll come back and say, oh, yeah, when are you going to run the next Blood Bowl tournament? See, and like for me, I mean, I'm going, I'm spending $27 to to play in a tournament, which is a lot for this type of tournament. Well, so I could see that putting someone off, but I know Anthony, he's a friend. It's right here in the city, so I don't have to get a hotel room or anything. I doubt I show up at 2.30. I think if I'm going to pay that much money, I'd like to go earlier, walk around, shop around, mm-hmm. if there is something to buy, or get demoed games, and then also maybe play something else that's available. You know? Yeah, I was looking before, and they've got like... Um, you know, these are all available. Okay, like Prairie Grove... Gaming, the history of land warfare, Formula D, Check Your Six, Broadsides, Empires of Steel, Bloody Broadsides, Battletech Grinder, What a Tanker, Conquest, The Last Argument. Of I think King's Ultimate Demo. Dinosaur Fighting is there, right? <laughs> There's Ultimate Dinosaur Fighting. Yeah, that's Ben Burns. He's a Blood Bowl guy. That's true. Yeah. So you could go support him. He's from Texas. He is. Uh, was it something Comet Games? Uh, I do not remember because I think Dang it changed it. recently. Oh, did it? It was like New Comet Games for a while. Might still be New Comet, I forget. But he has several Kickstarters that are successful. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to go, go and have some fun. Yeah, and he's hosting it, so we can say hi to him. Yeah, and if you do... No, com- you're right, it is New Comet Games. New Comet Games, yeah. So, uh, we're going to we're gonna play and see. I mean, I hope there's just not me and Steve playing two dwarf teams against each there's other. There's one guy signed up. Oh, good. And looking at the other events there, most of them don't have anyone signed up. So uh, that is a positive. Uh, Michael Lewis was going to come, but there's also a con in his, in Memphis, basically. So, uh, like, he doesn't... <laughs> I mean, let's just do the math. Drive, you know, 45 minutes away or drive <laughs> four hours away, or yeah. eight hours away. I understand. But anyways, we wish the best of luck. We hope if you're out there and you're coming, go yeah. for a challenge. Play some chaos. Because <laughs> me and Steve's going to show up with dwarves. Play snotlings. Play some- <laughs> I mean, really? This would be your event to do it? Yeah. Three I mean, rounds, like, pump trap. What team comes with a lot of uh, tackle? 
Just the dwarves. Yeah. So you're, unless there's a bunch of dwarves there, you're going to have like, you're going to have that on people. This is true. Now, I don't know. Can you get bribes in this? I don't think so. Um, I believe so. I think, Man, if I my, think you buy everything. If my new ogre team was painted, I'd play them. Yeah. I love my colors, but I haven't done any work on that in about a year and a half. <laughs> and so I'm probably not going to finish it. You so. have a month. Shoot. I ain't going to finish that. I'm uh, done with painting for life. I don't blame you. <laughs> like, I want to get back into it. I just don't have the time or patience or space. It's or really money. the patience and time. It's yeah. like, I'd rather go work and pay somebody. <laughs> who in, There's so many people who claim they enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Go enjoy it. All right. Well, that'll wrap that up. And then once we go, if we do go, I'm sure at least one of us will go. Uh, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll let you know how it goes. Yep. So we'll be back and we're going to talk about our new goodies. Yeah. We are back, and we're discussing the Warhammer Age of Sigmar Dominion box set. GW, and to be very clear, they did send this out as a promo review copy, so they are asking us to review it. And we have no clue, so we've never played this game. Yeah, we're not going to sit here in line and say we've played this before. Now, I will tell you my experience in playing GW games has been Blood Bowl. I played Mordheim. Mm -hmm. Same here. Oh gosh, what is that? That's that's not a real cat. That is the loath cat from Star Wars. Why does it keep doing that? Because you're near it, I think. Oh my gosh, it's freaking me out. <laughs> it's it's from the Star Wars uh, <laughs> experience in Disney. Uh, I've bought. I'm trying to think of some other ones I've played. I've. I know I played more than that. Oh, I played um, Warhammer. <laughs> I guess it was the 40K version of Epics, the old ones oh, or the okay. cities and stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of my big deal. I never really got into fantasy. I played the Warhammer fantasy role-playing yeah. a lot. And I mean a lot more than I've ever played D&D. Like, so that was my fantasy setting. So the fact that I'm getting my hands on this Warhammer Age of Sigmar Dominion is like... Are they trying to like force us into <laughs> turning us into a Warhammer podcast? Did they not know that we're a Blood Bowl podcast? I don't know, but we're going to enjoy this moment because this would be something I would... God dang it. This little stuffed animal that Steve has I, is just... It's never done this before. It likes you. This should be a way to turn it off on the bottom, I think. Oh, gosh. It's freaking me out. Steve has this Star Wars alien thing that just purrs like a cat. It's a loath cat. And on top of him is a Kowakian monkey lizard. A blue one, not like Salacious Crown. Okay. All right. That's a tangent. Anyways, I'm really happy that they sent this to us. I'm not sure why, and I'm not even going to argue. You know, like if people want to bless you with stuff, you should just shut up and let them bless you and enjoy this because this could be the gateway because this is a big old box set. Comes out when? Uh, It comes out. You can pre-order. July 3rd, right? Yep. You can pre-order this Saturday the 19th. And then it'll hit the stores July 3rd. So this is Warhammer Age of Sigmar Dominion. And first off, like even looking at the back cover, it looks amazing. It does. Um, So the box is super nice. So if you're a Warhammer guy out there. What is this, like $200? From what my store told me, this should retail for around $200. Damn. So opening up the box, it's slick, man. Yeah, it's nice. Look at this. It's going to sound like we're kissing butt, but here's the truth. I never could buy this stuff because it's so expensive, and I didn't know if any of my friends would play it. 
now me and Steve have a copy, so we have an excuse to play. <laughs> I get the orcs. Um, you can play whatever you want as long as you put it together. Oh, okay. I'll play. So, um, in the Blood Bowl game, when you open it up, you have that like sheet that protects the models. Yep. We have one of those here with some nice artwork of. I don't know what these armies are. It looks like the. It's on the bottom of the it's box. It's the Storecaster Terminals and the Hurt Boys. Hurt Boys What's, Orcs. No, was that, that's not the name of it, was it? Hold on, I'll just lift the box. Yeah, good luck with that. You just keep talking. It's heavy. Just don't drop it on your head. Oh, God. I'm so old, I can't even see what this is. This guy is blind. Um, so, Stormcast Eternals and... This is the other ones. Well... I'm an idiot because I can't. There's not enough light here. Yeah, they're orcs. Yeah, they're like. <laughs> I thought they were hurt boys, but I don't know. And then underneath that, which again is killer art. Dude, there's so many sprues so of models many in sprues. here, and I mean My so God. many sprues. We're gonna have Steve probably put some pictures up, I maybe guess. even tonight. Well, we got three. Oh my gosh. How many of the three Four, sprues? Five. But some of these sprues are like little sprues stuck to other little sprues. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I was going to buy individual sprues, we're talking. I'll lift the box and tell you what armies these are specifically. There's like 11, things with wings. 14. And horses or griffins. Let me tell you something. If we never play with this as an Warhammer army, there's enough models here to make a. A blood bowl army. There's like twenty. If we broke it down into individual sprues, there's like twenty six individual sprues of figures. So there's another insert after the models. So the models have an insert above it and below it. Oh, it's the same one of the same like artwork cool. sheet to kind of protect the models. That's pretty cool. Which I think it's really neat because they don't need to do that. So no. it does protect it, and it's really freaking cool art. And, I mean, it's like good quality, too. It's not like a little tiny piece of paper. Ooh, there's a lot of stuff here. So, uh, I'm looking at this thing here. Let's see. This must be the simple rules. It's in plastic. Well, we are simple, so those will be the rules for us. Hold on. Let me just open this thing up. I'm going to hand you these cards right here, and you can tell me maybe what armies those are. All right, so here we go. In this box, we have a read this first manual, Warhammer Age of Sigmar Dominion. This goes through here, and it's actually telling you how to assemble the models, which you'd probably have to do before you ever play. Yeah, these cards are for, like, heroes and then There's battle some... profiles or something. Okay, and then it says start here. There's another book, Age of Sigmar, Warhammer. Start here, War at Amberstone Watch. And this is talking about the Cruel Boys. Cruel Boys. There we go. K-R-U-L-E-B-O-Y-Z. So it talks about the Cruel Boys and the Stormcast Eternals, which are the two armies here. I believe the back of the box says there's like 30 pieces each. I don't play Warhammer, so I don't know if this is enough army. Uh, obviously it is because it's a starter box. Should be, yeah. I would think so. Man, there's all... These models look... You know, of course they have the best painters in the world. <laughs> yeah, it helps. But... Mine would look nothing like this, but yeah, this looks pretty badass, actually. The models are freaking superb. Well, we never complain, really, about the models unless it was like Blood Bowl. Yeah. There's a lot of little bases underneath the, like, insert. Yeah, so they give you all the bases you need and everything. And then there's this bad boy right here. 
That is a monster rulebook. So there's a cool, <laughs> cool, core rulebook for Warhammer Age of Sigmar, and it's hardback, and it still has the shrink on it. All right, so the, this box contains a 360-page Warhammer Age of Sigmar core book, 24-page Start Here book, 14 War Scroll cards and two Allegiance ability cards, includes 60 Citadel miniatures, and they're just phenomenal. So this book here that says Start Here, The War of Amberstone Watch, it looks like it's like fluff, not necessarily rules, which it's is a good way to sucker my fat butt into this. <laughs> it probably has very basic rules. Like, as you go through the fluff, it tells you you know how to do this, how to do that. Maybe. It might. It might tell you, like, you'll put these guys on the front line. Mm -hmm. But it looks, here, I'm going to hand this to you. Where's those cards? I want to see those cards. Yeah. And if you're not into Warhammer whatsoever, if you had this in front of you, you would consider it for sure because this looks really cool. So the cards are like the Killaboss, the Swamp Kala Shaman, another Killaboss. I guess they're different. One's a Great Nash Tooth, and the other one's a Stab Grot. And let's see here. We have a War Scroll Merc Knob. So they all have like their own, like, army positionals or whatever like that hmm. so no i think you're right this is all fluff on the it looks like all fluff on I the mean, different characters and factions inside of it and i'm assuming these people are like the leaders of this team i swamp kala shaman yeah i'm not even going to start pronouncing some of these names but these stormcast eternals we got vindicators we got praetors annihilators we have some character that starts with a i don't know how this character's name is the it's the Celestial Spear. The name is Y-N-D-R-A-S-T-A. Yondrust? Something like that. God, anyway. Look at that guy. That would just make a, such a cool coach. Or I, a sideline. Brother. I mean, we got cool coaches no matter what out of this box. Yeah. So realistically, like, as we said, we don't know Jack about this game. Um, but I'm, I'm sure some of you are probably cursing us for not knowing anything about it, but having it. <laughs> and I don't blame you. Um, if I listen to, uh, for some reason, uh, a Warhammer podcast and, and they, they just got did a blood, stuff bowl, so. blood bowl and like, eh, I guess it's cool and all, but what are we going to do with it? I'd be like, give it to me. This Warhammer or this core rule book, I, I'm sure this is a fancy cover that came yeah. exclusive for this box. I'm curious to see if the rule book at stores looks just like this. Because if not, this is what they should do with Blood Bowl. Make an exclusive yeah. cover for the box set yeah. and then another cover for you know outside. I would have bought it a second one. That's what <laughs> I, I can't imagine that's the store one. I mean it has the no, it's barcode. Not. The but... barcode's on the plastic, Steve. Oh. So but yeah, there's no So this is like an exclusive no edition or anything thing. on it. Yeah, there's nothing except on the spine that says core rule book. I guess that could be. But From what I know, Jeez. this is the brand new rules. Yeah. Or like the latest update of the rules. So this is if we were ever going to play, somebody giving us a, a cool box as a sample box to look at this is the time to maybe consider playing. Um, so God. does anybody out there want to put some models together? Have a yeah, model? We could have a party where we listen to the radio and play models and we'll buy pizza to get all the models glued together. <laughs> I don't know if we're like legally allowed to send them out to anybody yet. No, I don't. I, I don't know. We're allowed to talk about this. Yeah. By the way, we... And as before, GW has no control over what we say 
you know, they just send it to us and hope that we review it, and we are reviewing it. Like, let's look at one thing, though. Blood Bowl box is 150 right? Mm-hmm. This is 200 we assume. Comparable value? That's what I was told. Because um... the Blood Bowl, we have more cards, we have the pitch, we have the dugouts, we have different things. But this has so many models. Is there dice in it? I don't no. see dice at all. No, I didn't see any. Um, so I assume the game plays on dice. No, I think I think it definitely plays on dice. Obviously, I mean, we, I, I, yeah, I mean, it could be an app. What do we know? No, there's no app. There's got to be dice. I, I guess they assume that you know, if you're already having this, you know, you're going to go buy yeah. your own dice and stuff like that. So yeah, so Blood Bowl also has the dice. So yes, I mean, like, if you were buying this as a starter set for you and your friend to both have an army and play, I guess there's not enough stuff in here. The box includes a full color rule book for Age of Sigmar tabletop war game that casts you as the commander in an epic conflict. So there's 60 models, so it's probably 30 each side, I guess. Yes, that's a hundred dollars for thirty models, three bucks a model. Doesn't seem bad. Now, of course, if you and a buddy split, then who keeps the rule book? Right. Looks like there's more models for the Cruel Boys. Probably in a okay. ratio of like almost forty models to the you know oh, wow. little over twenty. Okay. But that's probably because they're weighted different. You know, they're little tiny oh, yeah. guys who get killed that's easy. True. Yeah, no dice in. Coming from this angle as I, me and Steve just bought this to come home, yeah, we could find our own dice or use a million Blood Bowl dice yeah. that we have. But wouldn't that have been cool if it had dice in it too? Maybe. I don't but, know the game enough, honestly. Yeah, I don't so, know So like I Blood think Bowl, we know you don't ever need more than three block dice. You don't ever need more than two D6. I don't know what you need here. So From watching the guys at the store, they always threw a lot of dice, but I don't know if this right, is the exact so like, version that they're playing, to be honest. So, If you had a maximum of 30 dice, does it make sense for them to give you 30 dice? Yeah, maybe not. Still, you think you'd have like five dice each or something. Yeah, because it's definitely not a complete test kit if you don't have dice. And again, like you said, we can find dice. That's not an issue. No, so we're trying to give our opinions of this. Um, I definitely think the value's there, though, with all these models. Look at this. I'm going to hand this to you because I'm look, just kind of oh, piecing how to put through things this. together. This how to put things together thing is really cool. It's in full color, and it even kind of like, I don't know, Steve, now that you have kids, if you've had to put Legos and stuff together, but they kind of like highlight the Lego color is is brighter, the one you're adding to the, the thing. Oh, yeah, I see They're that. They're doing that with the models, too, showing like, That's really take cool. this little piece and clip it and put it here. Man, that would help for sure. So that would help on some confusion. And it looks like it's way more laid out than like... 50 arrows that go to, yeah. to one model. So. No, it's really neat. Man. This cruel boy on a freaking battle dog. I know. And that big angel character, too. Yeah, just... I mean, I would just be happy to have these painted. <laughs> just didn't have them around the house. There's like a griffin dog. Did you see this thing? Oh! He's not in this box, is he? Well, yeah. He wouldn't be on the outside of the box. So the box, when you take the box cover off, the box that holds all this stuff has little miniatures painted all around the sides. Yeah, I wanted the Griffin dog from that other set they had released a while back. Well, you can't have it. I can have what I want. i tell you what. If you don't have your nobility team painted yet. I was thinking the same thing. You sure could have a lot of maybe like, even if you just use the models to help. Well, like even that guy, Custom like model. you take off the spear and he just looks like he's charging like a coach yeah. or a lead. If you wanted to do that, so. 
Yeah, and you know, people joke about Stormcast teams and stuff, and you know, it's not going to happen. I don't assume. But I assume these teams with those shields would look very cool on the pitch. I assume this is a, as good as value as you can maybe get for these type of models. I don't know because I don't buy normal armies. Well, I agree. Yeah, we. Or maybe it's really not. I mean, would you pay two hundred dollars for? Let's see, sixty models. That would be like three or four teams, though. Oh, for Blood Bowl? Yeah. Well, if they give us, I guess most of the time we blow bowl fifteen teams. That's four teams. Well, fifteen figures. Yeah, generously. Yeah, that's, that's four, four teams. teams. And right now, most of the time, you have to buy two kits to make a full mm-hmm. team. If you're like me and Steve, who yeah. want a full out, you know, team of linemen and blitzers and stuff like that. So, and course, I guess that from that perspective, book, now the rule book's a fifty dollar or more at rule least. Book. It might be even more. Like the Blood Bowl one's fifty. That could be seventy five. It looks thicker than the Blood Bowl. Oh, it one. is for sure. I do like the exclusive cover. Yeah. I mean, that kind of makes me mad that they wouldn't have done something like that for Blood Bowl. No, you're right. That would be a great way. Because that would be a bigger incentive. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, because they're doing that right now with D&D stuff. Yeah. They'll come out with a new book, and they'll say, like, we have the limited book, or we have this book. And I think price-wise, there's no big deal. Yeah. It's just, like, if you want this, like, painted cover or something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, they're fancier. They're not as marketed, I guess. So this is not all we have. Yeah. Because we just got this in the mail, too. Yeah, we got... And we're allowed to talk about this. We are. And but once least, again... Hey, so back to the other thing first. Uh-huh. If you're into Blood Bowl, like we are, and we got this box, we could find so many uses for all these figures. Even if we don't play the game, we can make oh, a Stormcast sure. Eternal team. We could use a lot of sideline figures. There's amazing Oh, yeah, sculpts. we could fill up a stadium really easy with those. Uh, so at least that is Blood Bowl related to a, a way... This other thing, though. Um, I mean, this could be used. I could find a way to make this for Blood Bowl. Hmm. So this is a Warhammer 40K. It is a 10 miniature set for the Astra Militarium. You say that. Militarium? Militarium. The Cadian Shock Troops. So these are just like human army guys in the 40K world. It's a box of 10 little army miniatures. These could be security at like the game. <laughs> if you had like a rowdy game, I mean, that's like true. they're they're heavy armed, that's for sure. Or they could be like a police escort for like Griff or somebody. Yeah. Um, they do have some extra heads that don't have helmets. They do have that for customization. I'm sure this is a really cool army for the army it goes for. But I'm gonna be honest, I'm not mad that they sent us this. No, I think it's really cool. But we don't play this. <laughs> no, you have no clue. So like this. Um, I'll clear it with GW if they say that we can give it away. We'll just do a contest if someone wants for, it. For this box yeah. set? Okay. We don't have any need to keep that. Okay. Uh, the Dominion, I'm I not... I don't want to give that away. I'm not this might be my to, one time of trying it out. Yeah. I'm not opposed to learning it. Yeah. We have to find someone who'd be open to putting it together for us because... I'm sure there's somebody right now listening to this podcast going, well, you dumb knuckleheads, I'll show you how to play it. And yes, hi, Dustin. <laughs> um but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, if, if it definitely looks interesting, I'm totally cool. If you wanted to, if GW's cool with this, if we just pass on the yeah. the coolness to other people, because I like stuff. to see it get used. Hey, if GW wants to send us free product to review, I'll review it. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest about it. I'm not going to tell you it's the greatest <laughs> thing ever because I don't know if this thing's the greatest thing ever. I do know 
when I told my shop that we got a copy of this, he was shocked. Hmm. And he was like, I can't believe you got that. That's a big old, that's a big deal. Yeah. You know, with the new rule book and everything. In. And, and like, honestly, like I said, I think the value is there with the rule book, with all the models. You are right. It would have been better with some dice since they're integral to the game. I, I do like that fluff book a lot. Yeah. It's almost like having a spike. It's not a full spike right. magazine, but I'd say half of a spike magazine. But it gives you the full breakdown of each. It part would help of the us clans. if we build this army. Yeah, it actually lets us know what they are since we're brand new. Because we go at this as brand new people, which is a great way to look at it. Right. If I just got this, which I obviously did, but if I paid two hundred dollars for this, am I currently happy seeing what's in it? Yeah, well, well, you don't know what it is. Exactly. I'm not big on spending two hundred dollars on something. But if these get put together and we play it, then yeah, for sure. It's pretty awesome. Um, what was I going to... I had something else. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of Warhammer 40K, mm-hmm. Marvel just got the rights to do in like, GW stuff. Yeah, the comic. So, so they did a, a Warhammer 40K comic. Mm-hmm. I picked it up and read it because like I'm always interested in it, but I didn't want to buy a full army because yeah. it's just so expensive and it feels like talking to people they've been buying the same army for the last 20 years Mm -hmm. you know because they update stuff and it's what you see is what you get type deal and uh, the comic i thought was pretty good i mean they put good people on it so therefore it's hard to mess up a comic but it was it was interesting to find the background and the warhammer 40k universe is the grimdark stuff is no lie and Mm -hmm. and it's like so absurd it's crazy like We killed 40,000 people just to give this thing energy and you're doing it for the Imperium. And it's like, okay, whatever, bro. <laughs> but uh, no, not a bad comic. So That's cool. I hope what that means is, is maybe we see an Age of Sigmar thing. I, I'm hoping it leads to a Marvel Blood Bowl comic. That would be interesting, for sure. Just just to see if they'll slap some good people on it well, and also, see what it turns out to if be. If we like. can just get them to commit to an ongoing series versus a six-issue miniseries or something... That changes the dynamic of the comic. Well, because the last if the Warhammer Forty K one was six issues, then I, you know, that might be the best we get for a while. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was only oh, six okay. issues, then but it was. I mean, it was interesting enough. I mean, okay. I I did not regret my purchase. No, but I, I know that like something I plan on getting rid of either. So. Yeah, as I say, like the last couple of Blood Bowl series, they were, were too short to really get anything yeah. going. You can't get into the universe, and it's very much. You know, you have to follow a team that's going to go to the Blood Bowl and they have to win and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, I've read this 20 times now. Thanks. I would like to make a, like, purple Stormcast Eternal team. I think that'd be cool. Purple? Well, I like purple. You should know this by now. Yeah, but for what? Not not team. I mean, like, an army. Like, if I'm going to play one of these armies, they're both going to be purple. For For the gold or the blue or what? No, for the, yeah, the, like not full of gold. Why do you want to make them all gold, Steve? Look at this. Because it's cool. The box has alternate paint things, oh. which I thought was actually cool, too. Oh, that is neat. I haven't seen that. So it's showing them not all gold. Oh, I like the white one a lot. Yeah. That's a neat thing to do with the box. They should have done that with Blood Bowl, too. They misspelled color. C-O-L-O-U-R. <laughs> Ridiculous. God. You think the quality control would catch that? Yeah. Typical GW product. Stupid English people. No, I like this color variant thing a lot, actually. Yeah, that's neat. They, they should have done that with the Blood Bowl stuff. That would be perfect for Blood Bowl. Because oh, well. it's a lot cheaper, and people might bond multiple teams. Yeah, they could. I'm checking to see if they did that with the orcs. They did not do that with the orcs. They did show some of the different heads and different weapons with the yeah. orcs. And stuff. But still, that's kind of neat. 
So going by never had a big box set of yeah. Warhammer stuff. I think it's pretty cool from a newbie standpoint. I wish they had dice just because I'm also a dice monkey. Yeah. And that would be cool to have some dice with some symbols on it for one army versus the other army. I I guess um, I I, I like don't know should... because I don't play, but does this game have markers? Do you need to like have markers to say like this guy's startled? Because when we played more time, you know, you got guys that got started getting scared That's true. and stuff like yeah. that. They broke their cool or whatever. So anyways. I think these are possibly push-to-fit models. Oh. Let me see the... Because they have, like, holes and slots and stuff. Like, Well, they might be. That's a good thing to see. Read this first. So it might not be as intimidating, since it looks like you just push them into the holes and you're good to go. Explains what this thing does. Because I was saying, I... It looks... Yeah, it definitely looks push-to-fit. Okay. Yeah, to me, that's the intimidating thing, is seeing this giant pile of sprues and knowing I have to somehow try to put them together. I mean, just glancing at this rule book, or not this rule book, but uh, this thing. Oh, sprues are number two. Yeah, they do that with actually a lot of their products, if you can if you can actually see it. Now, a lot of these look like they might be pushed to fit, but I don't know. There's a lot of little parts. Like, look at this page. Yeah. I'll let you oh, does the Griffin look at that. I mean, like the little knee pads. I don't know if that's push to fit or not. Yeah. I mean, there's more push to fit there than like normal, probably, unless they do that all the time. I don't know. Yeah, there's more than Blood Bowl. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah, definitely more than the recent Blood Bowl teams for sure. So, which makes sense if they want people to buy this for their first box. Yeah, they want it to be a little bit easier. That's a big deal because they are not super intimidating. No, there's just a lot of them. Because it just was have to take your time. It was for sure. Just looking at this, like I, I can't do that. Oh, there is uh, so many sprues. It's crazy. Uh, the only other thing I would say, and I know they're not going to do this because they want you to paint your stuff, especially if it's 40k or or Age of Sigmar stuff. All the sprues are gray. Yeah. Instead of having two different plastic colored sprues. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, if I was a new person, I would prefer that. Yeah. Simple as that. But other no, than that, they might mix and match. They might not be able to. You might be right. Don't know. Anyways, but, thank you GW for sending these products. Yeah. It was definitely a surprise. I mean, we got an email saying it was coming out because, you know, we get emails about stuff, but I didn't expect us to get it since we get Blood Bowl stuff. No, I didn't expect this either. I thought it was I thought it was simply just like a general email yeah. that we were on the list of like, well, everybody gets an email. Yeah, and I'll definitely contact them to be like, hey, we appreciate it, but just so you know, we are Blood Bowl. We're happy to do it, but don't expect much from us. I don't know if you should say that. You I should just go, hey, bros. We really love this. Scott's into <laughs> dwarves, so if you want to send all the dwarf stuff, and my army is this. Well, it is kind of annoying that you know they sent us this, but they didn't send us any of the new Blood Bowl stuff. It is different. I say maybe that's why you, we just keep reviewing for a little bit mm -hmm. and then see what happens. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think, look, as they a guy who does doing. a Blood Bowl podcast who loves board games and other like collectible games and stuff like that. Yeah. I actually love looking at this stuff, even if I don't know anything about it. I and mean, honestly, this is a lot biggest, of crossover. The biggest thrill about like cracking open a new board game is just playing it and seeing different mm -hmm. mechanics and how it runs. Doesn't mean I want to own every game, but I almost want to play every game one time. Yeah, you know for sure. 
And, um, but and yeah, there is a lot of the big book doesn't go in the plastic. Oh, it doesn't? No. Um, I'm sure there is a lot of crossover between Blood Bowl players and 40K or Warhammer or anything like that. So if you play both and you have comments for us like how to help get us into the game or you know what we should do or blah, blah, blah. If you have any questions about the new rules, you can ask us. We're happy to look into it. Um, but yeah, just let us know. They have these cool... I mean, these cards have stats on the back. You know that? No, I didn't look. Yeah, they have cool art on top, but it's... They have all the sorts of stats. Well, yeah, I saw that. I oh, okay. I yeah. didn't know if you knew that. Sorry. I didn't see that. I didn't realize... Yeah, they're one-sided. I saw the one side. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyways, they're neat. I wonder if all their stuff has cards or if that's for newbies. I don't know. Meaning, like, everything's yeah. in the book and you just kind of go write it down on your army sheet? Yeah. Or if that's, like, the standard now to have these cards. And they're not small cards. Those no, are bigger big. than the play cards. Or not the play cards. What's the, what was the awkward size Blood Bowl cards? Was that play cards? Yeah, training cards. What was the bigger ones that they made sleeves for, but nobody had them? The Blood Bowl cards. They're just the team cards? No. What are you wanting? Were they all the same size? Maybe then. I thought so, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm they were a different size than regular cards. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what the hell you want. Uh, well, I don't use cards too often, so there you go. All right, GW, thank you very much for sending this Warhammer cool box. And then uh, we'll find out if we can do a contest in the future if you play some Arcadian Shock Troops and you need some. And other than that, we'll be back with some shout-outs. It's the end of the show. Very hot and sweaty one, as we still have no AC. But it is a good time for some cooling off of... Shout-outs! trying to think of how long i could roll that out i didn't really care anymore it's like a hot take a, a shout out hot take um this is tolerable for really, not having ac no it's not bad really. i couldn't sleep here but i mean like it's better in the bedroom oh okay i bet it is not much, a lady in there oh. it's a better fan oh okay mm-hmm. 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 except for the little kitties attacking us you gotta kind of like the kitties oh, i do like the kitties but i've been spe- showing special attention to tyson since we're keeping him Oh, so I'll bring you. him up on the bed and play with him, and the other one's just on the ground. Like, what about us? I'm like, I'm not keeping you. Wow, that's cru- that's like life, isn't it? Vince taking one, and then uh, Esther's grandmother is taking one. So there's another one left. Mm-hmm. Anybody out there want a cat? You're close. Well, John Brees. <laughs> you could get a cat and name it John Brees. That's true. You're close. Your family would love a cat. <laughs> so shout out to John Brees for being the butt of Scott's jokes. It's not really a joke. I like John Brees. He's a hard worker. He is. If I had a dog that was a hard as hard working dog and I don't like I don't I don't hate dogs. I just don't want to own a dog. Yeah. But if I had a cool dog and his name was John Brees, it'd even be cooler. Yeah, I can see that. It's just a cool human name. I'm not disagreeing. I got nothing to They're one syllables, just boom, boom. <laughs> Uh, we don't really have a whole lot of shout-outs this time. Uh shout out to GW for sending us some cool stuff, even if it's not Blood Bowl related. And again, you should be able to pre- pre-order that this coming 19th, Saturday, and get it July 3rd. Yeah. Good stuff. And f- please, email us questions, or if you play this game, or you know what we need to look out for. Like, we are starting at zero. Scott's going to take the rule book home tonight. He's going <laughs> to look it over. I might get intimidated. Crack into that 268-page behemoth. Ah, it's pretty heavy. It's pretty, though. It is. 
Give me something to read at work. Yeah. Um, for the next two shout months. out for uh, Tony Radford for kind of jumping in the tournament scene yeah. and, you know, trying something different. And it's not easy and can be frustrating. So just stick with it. Um, but looking forward to seeing him and hopefully some others come out for some Twisted Lords Con. And uh, you can come and watch me be angry because I'll forget that you can use rerolls multiple times. And, you know, I'm, you know, typical Scott, let's go play a tournament. I stuff. haven't played 2016 rules. 2020 rules? 2020 rules. 2020, whatever. You haven't played rules so long that you keep calling them 2016 I know, rules. I'm horrible. But yeah, I haven't played the new edition in so long. Like, since it came out that I don't remember anything. I know. And really, I kind of feel the same way in a sense that I need a reason to play it. Yeah. Because I play board games because, like, that's, you set it up, you play it, you're done. Blood Bowl, I want to have a league. I, mm-hmm. I need I need the campaign setting. I need the role-playing side of it for it to really be fun for me. Did yeah. I have fun playing Jeff, a, you know, a little while ago, playing a one-off game? Yes. Were my players named? No, not really. And it didn't matter what they did because it doesn't go to the next yeah. game. It was fun practice. No, we definitely need a league. Uh, going to tournaments will be nice again. So I just miss traveling. I, I have a feeling once I go to this, it'll, it'll give me the fever back yeah. to like really want to go. Uh, Chaos Cup, shout out to them. They are open for registration. They are. I need to get on that. Um, I honestly, with my job, like that's going to be a bad time for me to get away. Um, but I'm going to try. I may just have to fly I, out. I honestly don't know if I'm going because I spoke so often of like taking my children to like a actual comic con when they have it. And the Dallas comic con is like the same time as not the same exact weekend, but like within a couple of weeks, like a family trip. So I don't know if I'll, I just don't know. Right. I got you. And honestly, I don't even know what my, my job right now is like, we're overwhelmed yeah. Like every day at my job, they're like, well, hey, would you like to stay and work some more? And I'm like, no, bro, I got 40 <laughs> hours. I'm, I'm good. Well, don't you want to make money for your, there's this one instructor who teases us all the time. He's like, don't you, don't you got a lady? And I said, I sure do. Don't you want to make more money for her? And I was like, she'd rather see me than me spend money. She makes her. more money than I do. So <laughs> nice try. Shout out to Jennifer. Yeah. Jennifer yeah, got can... a new job. Oh, she got the job. She got the job. Awesome. Congratulations. I... Don't know if I'm officially supposed to talk about it yet. I saw that she got certification. <laughs> okay, yeah, she got her certification to be a full-fledged whatever licensor, licensed counselor yeah, or something. Counselor. So she could actually open her own practice now, I That's guess. That's awesome. From what I understand. Um, but she took a new job working for like OU Children's. And she's going to so she's going to leave the school she's counseling. She's going to enjoy behind. that so much more. Uh, maybe. I mean, like, I think overall she will. Her commute's going to be longer, but she's going to get some real, I mean, let's face it. I have a job. She has a career. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Exactly. So I'm, I'm really, really happy for her. She's worked really hard. Is that downtown? And, uh, down at the OU Health Science Center. Okay. And, uh, she'll have a longer drive and some different hours, but yeah, so long term, I mean, like so her plan better. is to like try to get out there and get as much experience in about maybe eight years from now. Open her own practice type deal. Oh, that'd be cool. I mean, that's her long-term goal. If that happens, who knows, you know. Well, by then, I should have a health management degree, so I could help run her practice. Look at that. Look at that. Does that mean I'm? she's not going to be my girlfriend? No. she. You just have to be a nurse or something. Oh, okay. I can just... I'll be the clown. You can go back to school. 
I don't know. No, I'm done. I got my degree. <laughs> I'm done. N- no more school for me. <laughs> um, there was some other shout outs. I was going to talk. Um, I thought there was another one, but I could be Shout wrong. out to Haribo for making really good gummy bears. No, those are terrible gummy bears, dude. I, I, what is wrong with you? Dude, what is wrong with you? Haribo is like the worst gummy bear ever. They're rock hard. They are not. <laughs> you you are a fool. Take that back. You are a fool. I thought there was another shout out somewhere in there. Oh, there was. Um, and I don't have it with me. But the <laughs> same store that I visited last year on my vacation. Yeah. Because I know we didn't talk about me going on vacation to Florida. You sure did. Huh? I did? You No, I mean, you sure did go to Florida. Yeah, we went to our, uh, I think it's called Engage a Gaming in Alabama, right okay. outside of Mobile. Um, we stopped by that shop again. They still had, they must have a good Blood Bowl community there, or they just buy a lot of extra models, because yeah. they had a, a ton of teams there. So if you're in that area, and you can't find a Dark Elf team, Engage has it. Uh, so I'm just telling Dark you Elf that. Dark Elf team? Huh? Dark Elf? I believe it was a Dark Elf team. I mean, they had a lot of teams. They didn't have the dice, though, right? They did not have the dice. <laughs> you did check for that. I did okay. check for that. Um, there was teams and pitches and stuff like that. So they're out there if you just you know look for that stuff. Um, but they had a lot of stuff last year, too. And it doesn't look like the same product sitting on there. I mean, like there's newer teams and stuff like that, necro teams, stuff like that. So... Anyways, I just thought I'd shout them out because I told them that, like, you know, I do a podcast. So I'll mention yep. them here. It's Engage Gaming. Engage Gaming. It's outside of Mobile. 5701 Moffett Road, Mobile, Alabama. Okay, there you go. So uh, if you're in that area or need a team or maybe they'll – hell, maybe they, they have a website. So maybe you can get a mail order and say, hey, I'm looking for this team, and they have it you yeah. know, for you to get it. So Why not? Um, I think that covers all my shout outs, unless I'm forgetting somebody else. Uh, shout out to Grant, our buddy Spoon. I heard that um, he is, um, how do you say, planted a seed in the oven. Okay. That or, you could or, just say got, his, got someone pregnant. I mean, yeah, his wife. I hope so. Yeah. Well, I hope it's his wife. Yeah. <laughs> At that's, least. Wait, that's a great point. At least. Somebody, uh, one of his, fr- fr- oh man, I don't know if this is a surprise. It's too late now, right? Anyways, they're going to run a Critter Bowl for him. Maybe it's a surprise. So, Grant, if you're listening, act like it's a surprise. Like, I don't even listen to both down anymore. They suck. I only listen to the other Blood Bowl podcasts. And um, they want the info on running the next Critter Bowl. And we're going to keep it in number. So, like, you know, one of them went up to Indiana. So, this one's going to go up there. So, this will be like Critter Bowl 5 or 6 or 7, somewhere in that. Okay. So I got to get them the rules on that. So, And you got to see Michael Lewis when you were on your vacation. I did. And uh, we had a wonderful time actually in Florida since we were talking about it. We spent almost a week down there, went to the beach, had a lot of fun this time, even though the ocean's still filthy and really stinky. Um, had a great time this, this time, probably because Jennifer was there. So, you know, I had my girl there and stuff like that. Um, we got, we stopped and we actually got to stay with Michael Lewis outside of Memphis. He's technically not in Memphis, but he's just right outside. I mean, like 10 minutes away and then you're in the city limits. He is in a really nice area. That's going to be an up and coming. I think he told me it's like one of the top five school districts in the nation type deal. And that's why they specifically moved there and stuff like that. It, It is, it is nice. He has a super nice house. Uh, we were blessed that his wife, Clara, made us like, <laughs> she. we thought she made a lasagna. 
Clara made enough lasagna for about 12 people. Oh, man. I forgot to get that from you. No, yeah. You missed out. It was amazing. Yeah, I, I, I even brought it back. You forgot. So it got... It That's was, fine. It was good. We stayed cheating on our keto diet long enough to eat all the lasagna. Don't blame me. I mean, he had so much. He was like, you want to take some of this home? And we were like, yes. <laughs> yes. I had lasagna a few times there. Yeah, it was it was good stuff. You Did you, you go love, to a barbecue place at all? We did not. We just decided not. We were tired. Okay, fair enough. Um, we it's were, not like you stayed there a couple of days. You were just in and out. We, I mean, he's so far out that like you had to really drive... 15, 20 minutes to go get Sonic if you wanted. Oh, wow. I okay. mean, he's like a little really... It's going to build up, though, because there's nothing out there. He already said, like, this one city's fighting for us while this other city's trying to say, like, no, they're part of our city. Michael, if you're listening to this, buy property. We know you have money. Yeah, we know you have up. lots of money. No, he's got a decent... Well, unless you put it on the house. But if you have a decent savings, buy some property. It'll be worth it. And let us open up a comic store, and you supply all the money, and pay me and Steve well, and we'll move to Memphis, and we'll all be there. I'm fine with this. Yeah, you said there's not a good gaming shop. We, we got it. Yep. We got you covered. Hopefully Sarge is not listening to this, because he wants us to open move a to game Iowa and start one there. I'm like, eh. Okay, well, we'll also move to Iowa. First come, first serve on this, Look, right? honestly, whoever wants to pay, our, pay us enough money to open up a store, we'll go. I got no problem. Yeah, I only had to stick around really in Oklahoma for about seven more years. I got to get Why? the kids through high school. Why? It doesn't matter. Eh, it's important to them to stay with their friends. Ooh. Uh, Steve is Big deal. showing that he is a great dad and he cares about his new kids. But there is desire and there is necessity. It is not a necessity. It is a desire. Okay. And desires don't hold weight when it comes to opportunity okay we're just different this yeah, it's fine i'd like my kids to be happy where they're at so they'd be happy elsewhere especially if it's an up and coming great community one of the top five school districts so you actually be doing a disservice I mean, by I, staying I'm here not, i'm not saying you're wrong <laughs> i'm not saying i wouldn't weigh the opportunity for a I new know. job so i know um anything else no i think we're rambling yeah. there's another thing i did want to talk about because i found it interesting People always say, like, you know, when I post games and stuff, I get I get personal feedback, like, oh, that's cool, I bought that game, or I finally played that game, I saw you post, et cetera, et cetera, because on Facebook, I try to post every time I'm playing board games. Uh played Dune Imperium a couple times since we last spoke. Mm-hmm. I told you this before the podcast started, and you said you played it on Tabletop Simulator. Yeah. Um, if you're out there, Dune Imperium is a worker replacement game with deck building, and... I mean, those are two standard mechanics anymore. But together, I'm sure there's another game that does that too. But I don't know of it. And I don't know anything about the theme of Dune except it was a movies in the 80s with worms on a desert planet. There's Spice and Sting was in it. That's all I know. And Patrick Stewart. And I didn't watch the movie because it seemed boring the few times I tried to watch it. Oh, yeah. The original. And... I never touched it ever since. And then when they talk about new Dune movies, I don't give a crap. I played this Dune game, and now I want to see the new (laughs) Dune movie. Now, it's not enough to get me to read the book, but it is enough for me to say I'm interested in the movie because the gameplay is really cool. It's very kind of political. Yeah, it is. It can be, or warlike or whatever. And uh, the first game I played, uh, the team who kind of like won the most battles kind of 
kind of controlled the board. The game is really tight. I'm not, yeah. not going to spend time forever on this, but the the scoring only goes up to 10. And then once it, it you can go past 10, but the, on the actual board itself, you know, some games like Raiders of the North Sea go, you know, one to a hundred or whatever. Yeah. This game on the, on the board goes one to 14 and the tiebreakers are huge because the game is so tight to get points. It ends when somebody gets to 10 and then the tiebreakers are like the spice, the money and water. Yeah. And uh, when we played it the first time, the guy who did the most warring and, and lucked out and won some of those battles, uh, he won with 11 points, and me and Gary tied for second. And then we went to tiebreakers, and I got second. Mm-hmm. And then in the uh, last game I just played, every time I tried to want to do a battle, I was just overtaken by the other people being aggressive. So I was like, I can't win this battle, so I, I'll do something else. And I ended up winning the game. And I feel like I won by a lot because it was like 10 to 8 <laughs> yeah. type deal. Like I, I triggered it at 10 and then Gary ended up getting like I think two points mm-hmm. before his turn was over. And then uh, that the final score was like 10 to 8 to 7 with me and him and Jennifer. I've played it a couple stuff. of times and it was really good. Plays very differently each time. Yeah. Um, the second time I played it, I understood a little bit better. And I pulled like some of the cards that you can get. I got two that made like a combo. Uh-huh. So I started working that combo I, and it worked really well up until the end. So like I missed out, I think uh-huh. I can't remember exactly, but right. it's interesting yeah, because mean, you could play towards combos. You could play towards intrigue. And this. I think you only get technically like 10 rounds. So the first time I yeah. played it every time I was trying to buy cards. And even if I had leftover money to buy mm-hmm. cards, I would just take a crappy card. This time around, I was trying to be efficient with my cards because I knew I wouldn't see them as often. Yeah. And I didn't want to clog up my deck. Anyways, if you're into deck builders or worker replacement, the mechanics of this is really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. If my buddy Gary didn't own it, I would buy it. And I still feel like the moment they come out with an expansion, if it's possible, because yeah. I don't know in the Dune universe, to have a five-player game, mm-hmm. I will probably buy this game. And me, not being a big gamer, this is definitely a game that I enjoyed playing. And I could see where you'd probably want to play this three or four times to really get a good understanding of the basics of it before you could even contemplate strategizing it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's so much still more. I mean, there were so many different cards that we got that second game than the first game. It was just really unique. So anyways, I know this is a Blood Bowl podcast. (laughs) But people it's do talk a, about other games and stuff like that. So it's also today, Age of Sigmar and a 40K saw podcast. So right now it's a board game podcast, a Blood Bowl podcast, Age of Sigmar, and the Warhammer 40K Universe podcast. But more than anything, it's a podcast that really loves you. We'd like to thank you all for being here tonight. And I bought the new Ratchet & Clank game, and it's awesome. For real? Yeah, it's awesome. I just play Rocket League. I love Ratchet & Clank. <laughs> that's good, though. Okay. All right. That's all I have to say. Uh, you have anything else, Steve? Uh, nope. All right, we'll be back with you next month. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Real Scott Prime and Steve at Kilowog two eight one four. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. I think Jack is deaf, actually. No. He's, He's just lazy.